irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. You're listening to the Power of Love Radio Show, only on LA Talk Radio. Welcome to Power of Love Radio Show, sponsored by Dee Dee Jackson Foundation. We are here to provide hope, resources, and a community so no one feels alone in their grief. We believe that through the power of love, that nothing is impossible with love on your side. I am TJ Jackson, and with me I have only one brother today, and that is Taj Jackson. What's up? (laughs) Terrell Jackson is homesick. Uh, Get better, bro. Yes, get better. Um, Taj, again, I don't have to have a talk with you about this mic situation, do (laughs) I? I've not been on this side before. Go ahead. I'm on Terrell's seat right now, so hold on. Let me adjust this. Sorry, I'm going to mute your mic. Anyway, we are live on the Power of Love radio show. So if you are listening to us right now, thank you for joining us. And later on in our show, we're going to open up our phone lines, actually. We're going to open it up. Uh, the phone number is 323-203-0815. Again, slower is 323-203-0815. And we're also going to be um, checking our Twitter, our social media handles. Uh, Taj is going to be doing that. So, Taj, do you want to give the handles? Your mic is back on. Oh, thank you, you're situated. Yes. Uh, Twitter is at DDJ Foundation. And um, Facebook, it's D-E-E-D-E-E Jackson Foundation. Instagram, it's at D-E-E-D-E-E Jackson Foundation. And the website is www.ddjf.org. Nice. Okay, and the disclaimer, we are not licensed therapists. We're just ordinary people who have experienced loss in our lives. We've been affected by it and impacted by it. So we've hopefully learned a lot from it. And we want to share what we've learned with the world, pretty much, to help you get through um, what you're going through. Saying that, if you need professional help, we urge you to seek it and to find it. Do not rely just on us. It may be tempting, well, to rely on me, not really Taj, <laughs> but don't, don't, don't do that. Um, anyway, Taj, so first of all, I guess, you know, I'll start with this. We want to send a love and big congratulations to Auntie Janet, who has became a mother, uh, first-time mom, mm-hmm. um, against odds. Yes. Many people were counting her out or, or whatever, because she's 50 years old and she had a, a baby boy, um, a new cousin for us, so we are very excited. Um, but we love you, Auntie Janet, and we hope you are recovering well and and everything is going wonderful yes very happy very excited um yeah auntie jay used to babysit me so (laughs) yeah do you have any recollection any memory uh no (laughs) (laughs) no right no i uh, no not really okay well um first of all happy new year thank you have i i haven't even seen you this year no you haven't you didn't say happy new year this is this is the first uh Show of the year. Yeah, first show of the year. Yeah, well, because I've been on a mini getaway. Yeah. So um, I'm back. But Happy New Year, Taj. And Happy New Year to our listeners. Yes. Um, Before we go on to your... We need to create a little section for you, like a a Taj rant. But that seems kind of 
aggressive. So maybe like a Todd's, Todd's minute. What, I get a minute? <laughs> hey, I was going to give you 30 <laughs> seconds, but <laughs> I felt bad. <laughs> but I, I think there should be like a, a Taj section uh, where, you, where you could come in from oh, left field. Oh, thank you. So you just spring that on me today, huh? Well, I, I always ask that all you my don't like co-hosts... Ta- you, you like my knowledge. <laughs> you just want to say Taj's knowledge. No, I ask that all my co-hosts come prepared and bring something <laughs> to the show. And I found that whenever you... You tend to come, kind of go outside the box, which is yes. a good thing. Yes. You bring a little, um, you know, something, little something, Some something. Some flavor. Yeah. To the show. So I think you, sh- you deserve, I-, I think I can crown you with a, a minute of time to, to talk about what you want to talk about. But I'm not going to do that just yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Well, the, the first thing, I, and, and this is why I was hesitating on what to start with the show with, is because... On the first of all, if you hear that noise, that's Taj drinking. Oh, his, yeah. sorry about that. I'll, I'll stop that for t- for about a couple minutes. Ice blend mocha, right? From from where? Coffee bean, right? Am I not supposed to say? Anything? Well, I, I didn't want to say it because then it sounds like I'm promoting, <laughs> which right. I do anyway. But yeah. <laughs> but what I wanted to start it off with because I on the way in to the to the show station to the station for the show. I actually spoke to our guest for next week. We have a guest. Oh, wow. From, from the Bay Area. Mm-hmm. Um, and her name is Dr. Mary Lamia. I hope I didn't butcher that. But um, we were talking. Uh, she, asked, she asked me what the show and our foundation's about, and I told her. And she stopped me when I said, our foundation is basically to help people overcome grief. And she stopped me right there before I can even get on. And she said... I have to correct you. We don't overcome grief, which I thought was very interesting. Um, and I thought, what does she mean we don't overcome grief? Well, that's what the whole thing's about. And she was basically saying we learn to deal with grief. We live with it. We live with it. And I thought that was a very mm-hmm. small but very um, impactful little concept. Mm-hmm. You know, I think people – so I, I got to stop. I, I don't even know – I got to stop saying that because I think that's right on. It's, and she was basically saying when, when uh, without going into next week's show, she was basically saying that when we experience grief, we um, time is the only thing that helps. I mean, is one of the main thing that helps, um, but we never truly overcome it. We learn to deal with it. Mm-hmm. So I that's think, great it, yeah, it was great. I w- actually, it was supposed to be like a 10, 15 minute phone call and it was a lot longer because um, she was she was very interesting, so I'm excited for next week's show. I think she's gonna kind of turn some topics and conceptions and and things on its head. Um, there's another one. Um, I don't know if I'm allowed to say it, so I'll wait for next. Yeah, next wait week for show. next. Don't give it all away. Okay, so that's for next week. Um, Taj, before we get into um, a th- one of the topics today, um, first of all, how was your holidays before the New Year's? Uh, it was great. Did you see any movies? Um, saw Rogue One, I guess. Did you like it? Didn't we talk about this? Yeah, we talked about that. Did you like it? I enjoyed it. Okay. I'm not, that's all I can say. I mean... Well, we're not going to spend much time on Rogue One. Yeah, I wouldn't spend time on it either. A, sh- a, sh- a movie that I was actually looking forward to going to see, um, and I was in the theater to see I had to leave early because of a phone call, so I don't know how it ended but was actually really good was a movie called Collateral Beauty. Mm, I've heard about that. Who's Will in Smith? it? Yeah, Will. Good, good, Taj. You kind of test me. <laughs> Don't test me. But uh, I, it just seems so so good because it's about 
you know, Will Smith is a very successful um, executive in New York, and he's on top of the world, and he suffers a great tragedy. Um, he loses, I believe, his daughter, and uh, it is his daughter, and he basically like pulls back from life. He he's his friends are trying to you know reengage him in life. His business, he's, he doesn't seem to be into life, and. He seeks answers from the universe by writing letters to love, time, and death. And basically, that's all I can say about it at the moment. Is that your phone? <laughs> He's looking at me like, don't mention it. How unprofessional. <laughs> <laughs> and I just gave you a hard time about your mic and your coffee bean. And then my phone rings. I'm sorry. But, um, yeah, so he, I, right when he starts to, you know, right when he's at the bottom of his life is when... And I had to leave, so I don't know how it ends, but um, Francis and, and some other family members who I went to see it with really liked it. So that's a movie that... Did you have to really have to leave or did you fall asleep? I swear to you, Taj, I had to leave. I was okay. not happy. Okay. My phone kept ringing and I had to step out. Fair enough. So I'm going to try to finish that movie because, A, I like Will Smith a lot, yeah. but B, I think the topic is a great topic and I think those kind of movies should get our support. Mm-hmm. And uh, I heard it's very impactful. Yeah. So I, I got to see Collateral Beauty. So if you want to see a kind of movie that deals with the loss of a loved one, uh, check out Collateral Beauty. There's also, uh, I think it's called A Monster's A Monster Calls or whatever. Is, it's uh, a movie? It's a movie coming out, and um, it deals with a kid that his mother is dying of cancer. Really? Yeah, and um, it's a creative way of looking at it, mm-hmm. but um, it does deal with grief in that way, loss and grief in that way. And um, uh, I've heard things that it's it's actually very um, impactful in that way. Is it out yet? <clears throat> it's coming out. It's coming out. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, it might be out now, but it's it was coming out when I when okay. I saw sneak peek. All right. Preview. Well, well, I don't there know if I was supposed to say that, but I did see a sneak preview. Oh, well, I'm sure it's fine. But anyway, if you want to call in, our phone number is three two three two zero three zero eight one five. Again, it's three two three two zero three zero eight one five. We haven't really even dove into the topic for the day because I wanted to give you time on our first show of the new year to talk about. I'm not going to even call it Todd's rant because I don't want that to. Can it? No, it can't be a rant because rants are a little aggressive. But help us find a name for Todd's little minute. Sequoia already gave me this one. Todd's truth because he speaks the truth. I'm quoting her exactly. <laughs> Thank you, Sequoia. Uh, um, <laughs> hold on. TJ hold doesn't on. like that one for obvious reasons. No, I, I, you do often speak the truth. I'll give you that. But I just think it's a little bit too On the certain. nose, yeah. No, it's a little too certain for you. But okay, we'll, we'll go with Todd's truth. No, we'll, we'll, okay. let's see what other people say. So too. how about that? Tweet us some, some titles that could be for Todd's little section. At Tweet us at DDJ Foundation. D, the letters D, D, J, and then the word foundation. Mm-hmm. Uh, tweet us some, some because I think this could be a, a weekly little segment, if you're okay with that. And maybe we'll get a soundbite, if you're good, to, to introduce your section. <laughs> but let's hear, what, what's your top, what is something you well, want to talk about? you just about? put me on the spot. Uh, I, I guess, you know, today I would probably want to talk about, you know, there's been a lot of stuff about fake news. And, you know, us growing up in the Jackson family, We've dealt with it mm-hmm. our whole life. We, you know, when two things, you see something on the 
on TV or you you read about something and you're like, wait a minute, that's not what's going on, mm -hmm. you know. And they're reporting it like it's certainty, you mm -hmm. know. And um, we've always had to, we've known, but I think, you know, especially in America, people are starting to wake up and say, wait a minute, the news, you know, it's it's become a business now. And it's always been a business, the news. But now, you know, there used to be reputable journal journalists that mm -hmm. told the truth, and that's all they cared about. Now it's about, you know, selling papers and all it's that really stuff. It's really sad. And so for me, I think that what it's done is it's um, polluted everything to the point where people throw up their hands and they say, I'm just not going to believe any of it. Mm -hmm. And that's where we're at now is we're at the dumbing down of America where people just, you know, they're so gullible. They just believe it's like almost the opposite. They believe everything now. So it's just like you can feed them a bunch of lies and they'll just believe it. Wow. So unfortunately, you know, it's not good for the I don't want to say the word educate because it sounds snobby, mm -hmm. but the ones that want to know the truth and that try and find the truth out. And that's been something that I, I've been watching the Twitter feed and they're saying you can't just fight, you know, fake news with with uh, with the truth anymore. Yeah, it's it's become that outrageous, and I don't want to get political, but you know, campaigns were built on lies. Yeah. Well, what what's sad is that I I think we live in a world where definitely the new generation is getting all their news and information from social media, from Twitter. I, I honestly don't think the kids these days even really watch TV. Um, so I don't even know how the TV industry... I mean, I know they watch TV shows and binge watch um, Netflix and all that stuff. But, like, in terms of the, the ordinary way we used to get our news from CNN and, and you know, Nightly News or Dateline or mm -hmm. 60 Minutes, those mm -hmm. kind of stories, I don't think kids watch that. So I think they get all their information from social media. So if you do the math, it's it's pretty much the one with the biggest followers, the mm -hmm. most followers kind of dictates what news is or the one that has the the most interesting written tweet that's going to get retweeted or you know re re instagram the most time so that sees the most eyeballs is how people attach on to what you know I, I bet you there's some study where the the first thing you hear is kind of like you know it sways you one way mm -hmm. and then you know it, it they get a head start on how you're going to think of the of the situation yeah. So it's just very... It's, it's scary. It's scary. Because now, you know, and, and that's the thing, I think, I don't know if it's an American issue only, because I know, like, when we travel internationally, you know, whether it's uh, CNN International or, or BBC, you know, it seems more fact-based. But here, it's very sensationalized. Everything's about ratings. Yeah. So, well, I gave you more than a minute, so... Well, it's, it's it was interesting. <laughs> it's time to switch gears <laughs> anyway um i'll be back <laughs> <laughs> so this is show number one of 2017 todd do you have any new year's resolutions i actually did not make a resolution this year because every year i always make resolutions and 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 i know i'm not alone because i did look this up you know majority of the people they make resolutions and they never they don't follow i don't want to say they don't follow up on it it's just it drops off, mm -hmm. and so it doesn't come true. And so this year I decided not to make a resolution, and um, I actually it feels really good. <laughs> really? Yeah. So for me, I, I usually try to make one. I don't write anything out, any big, you know, I don't have a resolution list, but I try to make one thing my focus for the year. And what was it? And um, 
I, I kind of changed up my way of doing it. Instead yeah. of thinking it for the year, I just did it for the month of January. Okay. Because I believe that habits, you know, get formed mm-hmm. after a certain time. Um, I think the science is what twenty-one days, fourteen days to build a habit, something like that. But um, so I'm in the gym and eating well um, every day of the month of January, mm-hmm. and I'm actually chronicling it, um, if that's the proper way to say the term, on my social media stuff. And um, I don't think I'm always going to eat as healthy as I am now because I love snacks and drinks and and when i say drinks i don't drink alcohol i mean really soda um and fruit juices and stuff like that but i'm trying to at least reset my body and and re-lower my standards and if that makes sense mm-hmm. i re-increase my standards or what i don't know yeah but um so that's what i'm doing I'm, I'm doing like a fit 2017 is what i'm hashtagging but i'm just doing it for the month of january and hopefully i'll it'll linger on but health is something that's obviously very important and what i'm trying to do they, d- they definitely said that, you know, from the articles that I was reading, that um, when you do a resolution, like uh, when you make your resolution, don't make it so generic. And, and so um, don't like the number one one is lose weight. Mm-hmm. But don't say lose weight. Say twice a, twice a month I'm going to go to the gym. You know, make it specific. The yeah. more specific, the more chance you have of fulfilling that, mm-hmm. that goal. So Makes sense. Um, you want me to give you the top ten? Top ten what? Resolutions. Sure. So let's let's do this. Let me say the phone number one more time for you those of you who want to call in. The number is three two three two zero three zero eight one five. Again, it's three two three two zero three zero eight one five. And go ahead, give us some some resolutions. Well, this is uh, there's a couple of them, but this is this one I'm going to read off is based on um, dailyinfographic.com, but. Um, I kind of researched this with time and um, a couple of other ones, mm-hmm. and they're all kind of in the same general thing. So if it's not one, it's two or three. Or, yeah. So um, the first one is uh, diet or eat healthier. That's me. Second one is is this ex- in any order? By the way, um, it is supposed to be in an order, but um, by the pictures, I can't tell. Okay. Exercise more. Yep. Lose me. weight. Save more. Spend less. Okay. Learn a new hobby or skill. Nice. Quit smoking is up there for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, read more, which I was very excited to see. That's great. You know, 17%. Find another job. That was at 16%. Mm. So pe- there's a lot of unhappy people there that... Which is very are important. Stu- yeah, that are stuck in somewhere that they don't want to be. Yep. Drink less alcohol. Okay. And uh, last but not least, spend more time with family or friends and friends yeah those are all good though yeah they're all good in in their way you know obviously the health and diet stuff spending time with family and friends um you got to be happy in your your job um what else am i spend less earn more was that right uh spend save more spend less save more spend less are there any oh. of the other ones there that i said that you kind of gravitate besides the yeah. losing weight and all that stuff that you're doing right now um, a new skill. What? I'm, I'm trying. <laughs> I've been doing. This is from last year's resolution too, so it didn't See, go that's well what last I was year. Saying, that's what I was saying. This I, is why I stopped. I'm trying to. To actually, you know what? One of my hobbies. I'm trying to finish. I'm writing a book. I just broke it. I'm writing a book on on parenting. Oh. Uh, but I'm I'm going back and forth. I don't want it to be. I want it to be a simple 
book, uh, simple kind of thing with um, with guidelines. You know, something that's easy to read. You don't read like we used to mm-hmm. in our society, so I don't want it to be, you know, scary to or intimidating to people. So I want it to be like a, a very simple parenting book because I think parenting has changed so much, and it's like I like I like to say is the most important job we have. So. A parenting book I want to finish. I'm pretty close. And then um, I, I don't know if I want to do like a YouTube channel on parenting or um, a podcast or radio show. Something of that is something I really want to do. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's very important. Yeah. Uh, how about you? For what? Is there anything on that list? No. Yeah. <laughs> I, I figured so. All right. We're going to take a phone call real quick. Let's see who we have on the phone. Who do we have on the phone? This is Deidre Williams again. Hi, hey. how are you? Happy New Year. I'm doing great. Good to hear your voice. Thank you. <laughs> what is and going on? And who is this? This TJ? This is TJ. Oh, okay. <laughs> I like your voice. You got a nice <laughs> talking voice. Thank you. How are you? I'll, I'll continue. I'll, yes, go ahead. I'm, I don't know what we're talking about today. I just wanted to call in. Oh, you just wanted to call in. Okay. Well, you know what? What are we talking about? Did you have any New Year's? Yeah, did you have any New Year's resolutions for 2017? I have, I have two. One to I changed it from dieting to losing weight because of what what Jake said. Um, so I'm trying to eat less because mm-hmm. <laughs> I need to lose a lot of weight. I got to lose like 200 pounds. It's okay. Um, change my eating habits uh-huh. and not spend a lot of money. Okay. So those are those are my two. Well, both you got to do, I think with anything, you, I mean, some people like to go cold turkey, but I, I think one step at a time, you know, just slowly moderate yeah. it and um, whatever style fits you, just just know that it's going to take time, it's going to take work, it's going to take discipline, but you could do it, you know? And, yeah. Thank you. And that's also something that I read as well. They said set uh, realistic goals. And what they meant by that is, you know, instead of saying I got to lose X amount of pounds, like a, a you know, hundred or two hundred pounds. Say, I'm going to lose twenty pounds by X amount of time, you know, yeah. and then go from oh, there. Oh, that's smart. Yeah. And then say, I'm now I'm going to lose another twenty, and mm-hmm. then another, you know, because then you know you you get discouraged very quickly when it doesn't happen as soon as you want it to happen. Sometimes. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, because it was kind of overwhelming thinking I had to lose so much weight. Yeah, it it seems overwhelmed, but you know what? One step at a time. Yeah. One step at a time. And people it, will start noticing, and I think that's when it will encourage you to keep going, you know, when people... You yeah, know. you'll hear little encouragements. But I think, Taj, yeah. I think Taj nailed it. Thank you so much for the phone call. Yeah, thank you. Okay, have a good day, y'all. You too. You too. I think I think you nailed it on the head. I think with those kind of you know goals that may seem unsurmountable, I think breaking them down into little bits would would be a great thing. Um, okay, we have another phone call. I'll take this other phone call real quick. Uh, do you not know what you're doing? I do. Okay, you have that face that looks like. But that didn't look like the right phone call. <laughs> I don't want to tell you what I saw. On the, uh, I think something may be happening. So I had to turn down the mute. Okay. It was a picture of two guys that looked pretty intimidating. I don't know why. Oh. It's like. I, Are you get pictures on there too? Sometimes. Oh. Not actually, never. That was the first time oh. I took a chance. Hmm. But anyway, um, Taj. Yes. 
our topic for the day uh-huh. is. Are you looking at me, or you want? No, I want, do you you know what it is, right? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It, you want to share it with us? Sure, why not? I'll steer the boat. Um, topic of the day is about. I, first of all, before you say this topic of the day, I was actually thinking of that topic of the day, and it slipped my mind. And I'm not trying to take credit, but I'm trying <laughs> to tell you that I think everyone has this kind uh, of is this is on the mind for everyone, considering what happened in the last couple of weeks. Yes, and there you go. and so um, you know. We talked about, I think last week we talked about the loss of Carrie Fisher and what we didn't, yeah. and what we didn't talk about was because uh, her mom died the next day. Correct. Uh, Debbie Reynolds was, we didn't talk about, you know, her death and, you know, is it possible, because this is something that, you know, people have been wondering, is it possible to die of a broken heart? Mm. You know, because that's what everyone was saying and everyone was, you know, commenting on it. Can you die from a broken heart? Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's called, there's an official word called the broken heart syndrome. Mm. And it's um, it's stress-induced. So it's also been called widowhood effect because it happens often with married couples. Yes. Which oh, you, did some, you did some research, too. Gosh, I'm always researching. If you know one thing about your younger brother is he comes prepared. <laughs> that <laughs> so was pretty funny. I can, I had a I can hold that in. But, uh, and, and technically, the technical term is takotsubo. That's what, why I didn't try it. Go t- ahead. Takotsubo. Let me try it again. Takotsubo cardiomyopathy. Yeah. Takotsubo cardiomyopathy. Myopathy. That's a hard thing to say. Try, try it. No, that's just why try. I, I could have said it earlier. <laughs> just try. Takotsubo cardiomyopathy. Yeah, you got it. Something like that. Yeah. But it's basically the broken heart syndrome. And here's a quote from um, Dr. Felix Elwert. He says that broken heart syndrome is a social condition that shows if your wife or husband dies. Your mortality goes up and stays elevated for years. So you can almost catch death from your spouse. It's not a coincidence. It's an effect. Um, and I've, before, you know, before we go into the Carrie Fisher, Debbie Reynolds, which I think the whole world can safely assume it, it had something to do with um, Debbie losing her daughter, I actually saw a, a loving parent of one of my um student student my one of my players my young players from a basketball team when i used to coach lexi she she lost her father working out with her um on a workout and then soon after you know the mom was never really the same mm-hmm. and um was just in this depressive state and i i think it was only a year when she passed mm-hmm. and leaving behind two young kids and it's it's a real thing you know it's a real thing and I think that's definitely what um, Debbie Reynolds and all three of us and our whole family wants to send love and and positivity and strength to, you know, the Reynolds and and, and Fishers. Yeah, no, exactly. And, and, um, you know, if you guys have stories as well, um, Mm -hmm. please, you know, call in. But um, what's the phone number? I have no idea. <laughs> okay, you got the controls over there. Three two three. Oh, three two zero three zero eight one five. I didn't cheat. Zero eight one five. Note here. I I gave you your cheat note, and you you failed my pop quiz. Oh, All right, we're gonna take a phone call. Hello. 
Yes, hello. Yes, who do we have on the hey, phone? It's uh, Myra. I'm calling from the Netherlands. Hi, Hi. how are you, Myra? Yeah, I'm fine. Thank you. Happy New Year. Happy, Happy New, New Year to you. Isn't you it too. late there? It's not too bad. Uh, right? It's uh, 30 minutes past 10. Okay. That's how late for TJ. TJ's usually <laughs> sleeping by that time. But. In the evening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, nice to hear your so. voice and Happy New Year. What do you got for us? Yeah, um, I wanted to call last week, but a uh, little bit scary for that. <laughs> no, I love but it. I Thank you for calling now. Today. Um, I'm actually calling for my son, Julian. He's sitting next to me. Hey, hi, Julian. Julian. Sorry? Yes, we just said hi. We just said hello to you guys. We remember you. Hi. Hi, how back. are you? Uh, I remember you guys from the show we did a couple months ago. Yes. He was there on Saturday. Uh, he had the dreadlocks. Yes, yes, I remember. How are you guys? Yeah. <laughs> but he wanted to uh, share his story um, about his grandmother. Yes. Yes. Uh, because uh, he lost his grandmother four and a half years ago. Mm-hmm. And um, she passed away of cancer. And when I'm work, uh, then he spends uh, the day at my parents'. So he saw my mother sick and saw her, um, yeah, getting mm-hmm. worse. Mm-hmm. And um, I say, um, that it's, he still hurts. Uh, he still um, cries a lot, think yeah. about it a lot. And uh, what he does when he feels sad, he uh, watches uh, TV or uh, spending uh, time on his Xbox games or music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that helps him a lot. Yeah. Taj, you have any? No, no yeah. I mean, that, those kind of things are kind of an escape, you know, for for the people. Yeah, yeah. You talked about uh, Lothric Royal was, uh, mm-hmm. was there, and he also talked about playing a lot of games. Mm-hmm. So that's the same. When he feels sad, he just go on the Xbox or just go on the computer and play games and set his mind up. Yeah. And I, does, that, does that help him? I mean, yeah, it helps him, and he loves music, and he tries uh, tries to play the piano twice, and he really likes it. So now I'm trying to save some money to so that he can learn to play piano. Maybe that also helps him. Yeah, an expression. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I think um, I, I don't know what the proper answer is. Again, we're not therapists or doctors, so I don't know exactly how to guide. I can only speak from my experience, and yes. for me, as in TJ. I, I just needed love. I needed friends. I needed family to help me kind of get enough escapism. But at the same time, I always put my mother at a high level. And, um, you know, so I think you, you just, as, a, as mom, I think you just have to find that balance of showing great memories and, and making sure, um, I, I believe it's your mom, that you know that yes, he remember, he remembers her in positive ways and and her impact on both of your lives and she's not forgotten but at the same time you know when he needs it to, to take a little break from you know and have some escapism whether it's a movie film um, video game or, or whatever it is because in time it does get easier it never gets to the point where it's completely easy but it gets a lot easier as you go on and you know a, as you live so as they say, time often heals, or time heals, and I, I think that's something that I can. That's that's what I would give to you guys. Yes, yes. We we, we talk also a lot about when he said he in the beginning he didn't came to me. He just 
kept quiet and hide, mm-hmm. hide. And now he starts to talk more about it, like, Mom, I miss my miss grandmother and I'm feeling sad. And so it helps him, I think, that we talk a lot about it. Mine, also it, about the, the, it, the good things and the funny things that we had as a little, uh, my mother, his grandmother. Yeah, absolutely. It, it, am I saying the name right, Myra? Yes. Okay. Can I ask you, is there any way you can also call back next week? Because we'll have a therapist on the line. And, and I want, that's a, that's, I know that's a very popular question. And if you don't mind, would you share kind of the same story with her so she can give her advice or I could prep her? Because I want to hear what she would say to it. Yes, of course. I will do that. Awesome. Yes. Awesome. Okay. Well, okay. Myra, thank you then so much. Then usually asleep, so he will not hear it. But of course, now it's his holiday. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, he, no, 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 no. I want to hear. <laughs> you, know, you could play it back for him, you know. And, yeah, and that's why you can listen next day. But Ju- Julian, right? Yes. Yeah, Julian. Right. Okay, Julian. Thanks for listening, buddy, and and get your rest, and make sure you you know when you get back to school, you're focused. Okay, school's very important, my friend, and and take care of your mom. Yes. Thank right. you. I will do that. I All love right. it. All right. All right. Take well, take care, care you guys, and thanks for calling. Okay. Thank you. I'm going right. to call next week. All righty. Bye. Thank you. Thanks. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Thanks. I love that phone call because she was someone who's been wanting to call but has been um, scared or, mm-hmm. you know, but she, I, it's not that hard when you do it, and I think it. You're pretty scary, though. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, am I? No, no, no but um, it, it's and I appreciate that for sharing it because they're not alone, obviously, you know. And and not only is Julian dealing with it, but so is Myra, and mm. and so is all the loved ones and around the world. That's happening every second. So you're not alone in it, and and what, like we say, we just want to make the road a little easier for you. I think uh, um, also just reminding. Um, Reminding whoever's going through it that you're there, mm-hmm. and you're you know if they ever want to talk about it, just keep reminding them. Don't force them to talk about it, mm-hmm. but just remind them. Say, hey, look, you know if you ever feel like talking about it, no, I'm here. And then just keep reminding them that because it might not be the next day; it might be years that they might be ready to talk about it. You know, but they know they'll remember you saying that, and they'll remember this is the person that wanted to hear it from me, and. They'll most likely go to you, you know, for to talk about it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and and then back to the broken heart syndrome. Mm-hmm. I've just found this online on healthline.com, but it said uh, there's a physiological. I'm not a doctor, obviously, yeah. but there's a. I think I said that right, right? Physiological yeah. connection uh-huh. that while the social components of broken heart syndrome refer to the long-lasting effects of losing a spouse mm-hmm. or loved one. The AHA, which is the American Heart Association, mm-hmm. defines the medical condition as a sudden, intense chest pain, the re- and which is the reaction to a surge of stress hormones that can be caused by an emotional stressful event with established ties between depression, mental health, and heart disease. And when this happens, part of the heart enlarges and doesn't pump so well, but the rest of the heart functions normally. And then eventually, all heart function returns to normal. So there is a, a body... Um, reaction mm-hmm. when you have a loss and losing a parent is incredibly difficult losing a grandparent is incredibly difficult but I would definitely think on top of that list is losing a child mm-hmm. and that's what Debbie Reynolds had to go through um, and and even getting more personal I know grandma mm-hmm. struggles with it mm-hmm. you know and as she says not a day goes by 
you know, I think about Uncle Michael, Mom, every day, mm-hmm. and she thinks about her son every day. Yeah, you know, and and um, it's it's true pain, you know, and it's it's true, it's 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 heartbreaking, it's hard, it's hard. So that's that's the short of what broken heart syndrome is. And if you've ever experienced it or know of anyone, give us a give us a ring. Um, we're gonna take another phone call, Taj. All right, all right. Who do we have on the phone right now? Hello. Hi, um, my name's Maisha. Hi, Maisha. How are you? I'm well. How are you guys? Good. Doing great. Good. Nice to hear your voice. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, too. Maisha, you're a first-time caller, right? I am. You know, I work, so I'm in the OR all day, so... Well, this is the first time I've ever had a chance to actually participate, and I've been following you guys since August. Awesome. Oh, thank awesome. you so much. Thanks for the support. And I, and I just brought that up because you came prepared. I hear no radio. Your voice is very clear. <laughs> so you came prepared. So what I are you trying that. to say, GJ? <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a quick study. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right, what do you got for us, Maisha? Um, I wanted to talk about the Debbie Reynolds and um, Carrie Fisher yeah. um, situation. Um. I have um, a very good friend. Um, his um, father had passed, and um, they're a very spiritual family. I mean, he was a bishop in a church, mm-hmm. and um, his sister, he has two, three sisters and a brother, and one of his sisters was having a very hard time with her father passing, and she said, um, she had said, you know, I want to be with my daddy. And four days later, she passed. Mm, wow. And they had two caskets in the church. And they were, you know, they had to undergo that grief, you know, the mother did. <sighs> and um, I heard in the news that um, Debbie Reynolds said, um, I want to be with Carrie. And she passed. Yeah. So that made me think about it right away. You know, our words are so powerful. Mm-hmm. We have to be so careful with the things that we say because, mm-hmm. you know, you never know if that will actually come to fruition or not. If you say, you know, you want to be with someone and then there you go. So um, it just made me think about that. And um, the family had a very difficult time. I mean, people from our church went to um, Alabama to be with this family, to support them and uplift them during this um, time of grief. Wow. It was just a really bad time. Yeah. So we just have to be careful with, you know, I'm a personal believer that you know words are very powerful Absolutely. you can speak things you can speak things into existence you know you can refute things so you know we really need to be careful with the things that we say yes absolutely we're big believers of that too Maisha, do, do, do they say how the the young lady the, the the child passed no she was um they did they never did say i i never did ask because i i didn't feel yeah, right yeah. asking yeah, of um, because of during the time I never felt right. Yeah. Um, I know how the father passed, but I I didn't know how the daughter had passed. I didn't know if she was in poor health already, <sighs> or um, if she had been grieving. I know that she had been at the church a lot, praying and, and stuff like that. So I, you know, other than that, no, I didn't ask. I didn't. Oh my god! I didn't feel comfortable asking that. Yeah. But um, I I couldn't believe that when I when I had heard the news. You know, if Maisha, first of all, thank you so much for the call. Um, thank you for contributing. Thanks for, for calling in and listening in and supporting us since August. I, I think w- what's crazy me, Taj, is, is that 
this is something that I don't think people ever correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think the mainstream or this has really been something that's been discussed because I don't think we've really had public figures or celebrities that have experienced. You, you just it. said it on the. You know, I think things come into um, you know the mainstream only, which is sad, but only when a celebrity experiences it. You know, we learned about you know AIDS from you know yeah, yeah. or HIV either from Madge Johnson or Freddie Mercury yeah. or you know or a celebrity that you know or or like transgender with Bruce exactly Jenner. and and that's okay. the thing and and so um you know this has been around, the broken heart syndrome has been around for ages and stuff like that and but because they were such big figures Carrie Fisher and Debbie Reynolds that now it's becomes a topic Wow. Well, I've done research on this, too, like you guys. I mean, I was looking into this also. And um, the same thing happened with um, Johnny Cash and June Cash. I don't know if you guys... They're celebrities, too, of course. Yeah, yeah. Um, June Cash had passed away, and then four months later, Johnny Cash passed away. Yeah. Uh, It's the same type of broken heart syndrome. Exactly. Type thing. Wow. You know, and and I've heard... I think, because don't we have a grant... um, I think an aunt on our mom's side didn't... um, I don't want to say names, but I think we have a family member that experienced the similar thing where within a year mm-hmm. they pass as well. Mm-hmm. And I, and I, I believe it, I, I, I never, it's not shocking to me when it's, you know, elder people, you know, because they're, they're, yeah. they're, their health isn't as strong and, and they lost a lot of sense of hope in a sense and a lot of purpose for living. Um, but when it's a child like that, that's, that's something I've never heard. And, and I, yeah. it's, it's just so st- sad to me and I it's just really sad it's just really really well, sad well you know the, the heart's very fragile yeah it's, very, it's fragile. very fragile you hit it on the head right there well Maisha thank you so much for the phone call awesome phone thank call you. thank you I'll be listening and I will continue to support you guys thank you so much for thank you. my call thank you um, yeah so Taj that's that's that's, that's a, that was a, a powerful phone call and so the question may ones will have after listening maybe can broken heart syndrome be prevented mm-hmm. and here's a quote from someone by the last name of Reynolds I should have done better research but Dr. Harmony Reynolds who's a cardiologist and she's an associate professor of medicine at NYU Langone Medical Center she says that the things we know that make the parasymph you know Taj, you should have sent me to medical school, man. I can't read these medical terms. <laughs> I'm going to try, though. The things we know that make the parasympathetic parasympath- system stronger in everyday life are exercise and relaxation techniques, such as yoga, which are, which are very different than the usual medical approach of giving medicine or doing invasive procedures. Mm. So in this case, if we're right at the, at the parasympathetic, sympathetic system is what we need to focus on then then that focus should be on exercise and relaxation breathing Mm. so i i think it's i mean obviously i guess one one advice would be if you're dealing with the loss of a loved one and you know you 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 feel off your heart's pounding or something just feels wrong you got to go out and and exercise you got to relax you got to breathe um yoga i've been doing pilates it's incredible um, but you you can't um, you can't soak in it, you know. And and it's so strange because then there will be that other school that says you got to let it out in grief. And I think that's right to an extent. But you got to also listen to your body. 
I don't. Yeah, it's it's hard because you you can't let it consume you mm-hmm. to the point where, you know, and and I think it depends honestly on the person themselves and and you know, and there's no right or wrong way. That's that's a hard thing when you grieve. There's no right or wrong way. Everyone does it differently, so you can't say someone that's not crying doesn't care or someone that's crying a lot cares more care you know yeah. so so you have to just you have to monitor it and you really have to you know just be careful with that another thing that Maisha was very very a strong point she made was be careful with your words and listen to the words of your loved ones for those of you parents who are dealing with a loss uh, a family loss and you know a child is going to be greatly affected by it talk to them monitor them if they're saying in in like in Maisha's case where you know they were the, the young lady stop calling her young lady but the child was saying I want to be with dad you have to you can't just sit on that information you got to kind of help her through that um because I completely agree with Maisha the words are incredibly powerful your belief system is very strong and what you what you say is often what you believe and what you believe often often comes into fruition mm-hmm. and happens. So my heart breaks for them. Uh, one more phone call, Taj, for the day. All right. Who do we have on the phone line? Beverly. Hey, Beverly. How hey, are Beverly. you? Hey, Beverly. I'm fine. Good to hear your voice. <laughs> Yours too. Happy New Year. Uh, you too. What you got for us, Beverly? Um, I just lost my uncle a day before Christmas. Uh, and it was really, really hard on me. Mm-hmm. Um, I know how it feels to go through the heartbreak and the pain. Uh, I yeah. had a, uh, my sister died a long time ago, so, and then my grandmother died a, about a day after she did. Oh, wow. Wow. First of all, your sister and your grandmother, do you feel they were related, or was it just coincidence? Well, my grandmother raised me and my sister. Okay. She's more known to me and her as mom. Mm-hmm. So she, uh, my sister died of a overdose. Mm-hmm. And then my grandmother died of uh, cancer. Yeah. Yeah. How were how you holding up with all this? <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> yeah. I can only very hard. <laughs> I can only imagine. And do you have uh, like a support system? Do you have people that Not really. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry to hear that, you know. Um that you know, I think for me, you know, um well we're here for you and we care, you know. Absolutely. And I know that, you know, the DDJF community, you know, the fans and and friends and everyone we all are, you know, care and, and rooting for you. And I've been watching Twitter, and a lot of everyone is talking to everyone and and building up spirits. So, you know, you might want to reach out to someone in the community as well because, you know, the great thing about the internet is you don't have to be down the street anymore to, you know, you know, to it, support. It, and, to support, it's yeah. it's really brought the world closer together. Right. And and I said this in a in earlier uh, shows, you know, you never know where your support's going to come from. Mine didn't come from people that I thought it would come from. Mm-hmm. It came from, you know, a friend. I, I She wasn't even my friend at school, you know, and, and she became my, she was two or three grades lower than me 
but we became best friends during the time that I lost my mom because she had lost her mom, mm-hmm. and she understood it, and and she was talking my language, and and she, you know, it was it was an interesting thing, but I think that was, you know, so just be open to that too. Don't expect the people closest to you. Sometimes it is, but don't expect it. You know, sometimes it's someone you never would expect. Yeah, and and it's not a knock on those people that are closer to you because sometimes they don't know what to do. They don't do. know how to deal with it. They're frozen themselves, yeah. you know. So don't ever equate, which I, I know I don't think you would, but don't ever equate the lack of help from a lack of love. Mm-hmm. You're loved. Um, you're appreciated. Just a lot of people get frozen without knowing. They don't know what to do. That's why we're doing this because it's, it's a topic that it's that we're not taught. We don't know how to deal with it, and we don't know how to you know deal with how do you deal with someone that's lost something, you know? And so, you know, I would definitely say, um, you know, we're here for you. And I, I know the community is as well. So don't feel alone. And, and Beverly, real quick before, um, for my, my advice or my tip would be, I don't know your situation. I don't know how old you are. I don't know if you're a student. I don't know if you're a mom. I don't know your situation. But one thing that helped me a lot, and I, I know it helped Todd a lot, was um, we each had a dog, and pets can be so. I, I never really thought or said it gave Yabo, which was my dog's name, credit. Um, and Taj had Rascal, yeah. but we each had our own dog, and that was like such a comforting thing because yes. when you're down, they still lick you, they still need you, and they still are there for you, and they're supportive. There's nothing like a dog, and or you know, there's other animals, but. A dog's love is is yeah. is real love, you yeah. know, and and a lot of times that's what we need to get through. So if, I I do have a pet. There you go. So <laughs> what's your pet's name? Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> so first of all, Beverly, <laughs> I have to say I like you even more now because I, without plugging any drinks, um, I, I'm a big fan of Pepsi and Coke. But yeah. that that's like my yeah. beer in a sense. That's my favorite drinks. Yeah, um, that's my too. So, <laughs> so hence the name, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He. I mean, I saved him from being killed. Oh. So the, you guys got a tie. You got a bond. Right. I mean, he was really beat up, and I don't like it when people beat up on animals no. yeah and i mean he keeps me comfort i mean i have a son that's in a foster home because he has seizures and stuff mm. and it's just he he keeps me going and so does my son yeah pepsi pepsi's the mvp over there huh <laughs> but you know, I know I said Pepsi's the most valuable pet, not most valuable person, and the MVP in that house. But Beverly, I want to thank you for all your support and for your phone call and opening up to us. And just know you're loved, you're supported, and you're not alone. And if you need anything, we are here for you. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Thank all you, right, Beverly. stay strong. Uh-huh. Okay, take care, Beverly. Uh huh. You too. Bye bye. Uh, all right so um you know it's it's tough it's tough and that's something that we still are dealing with um the loss of a loved one's very tough um but you know you have to move on you have to stay strong and you have to find that support in in life yeah i don't like the word move on though move on sounds like forget about yeah i say you have to you have to continue okay with the deal with it. Deal with, with it. The, deal, deal with but it. But deal with it even has a negative kind of yeah, like. They all have negative. Here you yeah. go. 
but we, we got to figure out that right term. Um, so anyway, back to Twitter. Yes. Well, real quick, I want to say this too. This topic, just overcoming loss and dealing with passing and people dying, is not an easy topic to to. It's actually not so hard to talk about on on this show, but it's it's not easy, I think, to listen to or maybe be part of or I don't know. But whatever it is, we're trying to find that balance of keeping the show light and entertaining, yet impactful and strong, and and dealing with with real you know sadness that happens in life. So. Let us know what you think. Let us know if we need more of this or more of that because we want to make this a show for the community and the world. Mm-hmm. And the thing that I love about being really an entertainer or, in this case, uh, a host, is that this stuff lives forever. Yeah. So whether someone may pick this episode, this exact episode in 15 years, and it can impact their life, that's what's so exciting to me. So to you guys, I want to thank everyone, the community, for sharing it and, and, and discovering us and supporting us. It means the world to us. Yes, it does. Um, tweet us. The, now back to the Twitter thing. Let us know about um, at DDJ Foundation. Let us know what your thoughts are on, on Todd's section. We still need a name for that. There's been some names, but we're, we'll get to them. Okay, next yeah, week maybe? Yeah, yeah. Okay, and then also let us know some feedback about the show, whether you're liking it, what you think more of, what you think less we of. We need to switch hosts. <laughs> <laughs> or we need to switch co-hosts. Yeah, you're a co- Wait, no, co-host is equal. So, yeah. sub-host? I don't know. But anyway, I want to thank everyone, and um, this has been an awesome episode. Um, Awesome. So I want to thank you guys all for supporting and listening in. We are here every Wednesdays from 1 to 2 p.m. If you found our program helpful and can afford to do so, please go to ddjf.org and support the foundation. Any support, any support will help those in need, many in need. Mm -hmm. Dodge, anything else? No. That's it? Yeah, that's it for now. All right, much love to you guys, and start 2017 strong. We love you guys. All right. Thank you for listening to The Power of Love. We are here to provide hope, resources, and a community so no one feels alone in their grief. Support for our Power of Love radio show comes from a variety of generous donors, including supporters from institutions, individuals, and corporations through the Dee Dee Jackson Foundation. DDJF is a nonprofit 501c3 organization.